Hello, I'm Casey. And I'm Emily. And you're listening to A Sprinkle of Sugar, A Dash of Murder, a true crime podcast with an element of baking. Okay, and what are you making this week? So, this week, um, we are covering a case that happened in Wisconsin. And it is, obviously, we all know Wisconsin, you gotta do something with cheese. They're the cheese heads. So, um, I'm going to be doing cheese and bacon puffs. And I can hardly even say that title without my mouth filling with saliva, just so you no. know. <laughs> it sounds um, It sounds so good. And so, they just are like little bite-sized puffs. Um, pretty straightforward. Cheese, bacon, a little bit of onion. Um, obviously, some, some flour to hold it all together. And a little bit of tangy mustard. So um, mm. I'm very excited to try this. I have never made it, but I i mean, Sounds good. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. Well, let's dive okay. into the case this week. It sounds it sounds like it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Um, this happened in 2014. So not too long ago. No. Um. In. Okay, Waukesha, Wisconsin. I know it's pronounced like that, but it's spelled like the singer Kesha's name. So I wanted to say Waukesha. <laughs> it's Waukesha. <laughs> okay. okay. Um. This happened between. Um. This is an attack of a bunch of young teen girls who were inspired by. Um, Slenderman, like the urban legend, the video game. Yes, and Slenderman was pretty big when we were in high school. Yeah, it was. Do you remember playing it like outside? I swear it was at your bonfire. We took the laptops outside around the bonfire to play it like in the dark on my trampoline. Yes, yes, I do remember that. (laughs) We would do that to like make it extra scary, like in the dark outside. Which it worked. That was yeah. horrifying. Yeah. That game was so scary. It was scary to our to us. I to our to us. I wonder I wonder if it would still be scary. I know. I haven't played it since those good old days. But I literally I remember because it's such a jump scare game too. Yeah. And it's like very suspenseful. And I remember one time um I was playing it with a different friend. Um, and I don't know, the jump scare happened and he was right in our face and I screamed and kicked the table so hard that I literally like had a goose egg on my knee. It was massive little lump on my knee. Yeah. So if you don't know what Slender Man is, um, it started as like this urban legend um the first post of him was back in 2009 and it's he's like this tall lanky figure with like all white skin no face and usually is wearing like a black suit Mm -hmm. and he like stalks children and the game is like he's in the woods and you're walking walking through the woods and he could show up at any moment and you're trying to like escape him or find places to like escape from yeah you're like Um, looking for these notes Yes, but the first appearance of him started as part of a 
online photo contest of something that looked real but wasn't. So someone, oh. it was just a photo contest and where he was like photoshopped and created into a photo to look real. And just the myth and like urban legend of him just like took off from there. Um, which is really crazy how the internet works like that. That's so cool how yeah. something like that can just um, turn into something so huge that yeah. majority of people already know about. Like it was a phenomenon for like, you know, middle school, high schoolers at the time. <laughs> which was us <laughs> so um but two these two girls took it way too far um their names were or are um morgan geyser and anisa uh wire or weir um when she was little morgan's mom angie um said that Morgan didn't really react the way you would expect her to to things. Like, if something bad happened to a main character in a movie, she wouldn't really have empathy for them and couldn't really understand their feelings. That's Um, a big red flag. Yeah. But her parents kind of didn't think much of it because, I mean, you wouldn't really think of that, you know? No. And, um, and then... Morgan would like show her parents some of the characters from like the Slender Man game and stuff like that, but they didn't think it was like anything other than a game and they had no idea that she thought it was like a hundred percent like real to her in her brain. Right. I mean, so. why would you? Like they show you're playing this computer game, like it's right in front of you as a computer game. You wouldn't think that it'd be like creating this delusion in your mind unless you already yeah. were diagnosed with something psychologically. Exactly. And um, Anissa's family said they also, like, never saw any signs of anything wrong with her. Um, If she was doing something on the computer, like, her dad always would go in and check on her and, like, see what, make sure he, like, saw what she was doing. And he was like, oh, it's just games, you know, it's not that bad. Um, So the night this happened, the three girls had a sleepover for Morgan's 12th birthday. Um, so it was Anissa, Morgan, and Peyton, but the girls called her Bella as, like, a nickname. Um, Morgan and Anissa were friends who met on the school bus, but they hadn't known each other that long. And Morgan introduced Bella to Anissa. Um, Bella and Morgan had been best friends since kindergarten. They were best friends growing up. Like, they knew each other a really long time. Um, so... Anissa had, like, struggles connecting with other kids, and she didn't really have a lot of friends, but she had connected with Morgan about Slenderman. Um, so, uh, so I'm sorry, you probably already said this, but how old are all these girls? They're all, like, 12. 12 years old. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so they connected with each other about Slenderman, and... um. They really liked some versions of him in the stories, saw him as, like, a guardian, like, not stealing children, but, like, rescuing lonely, outcasted children to be with him in, like, the Slenderman mansion, it was called. And you would, like, live there. I don't remember ever hearing that side of it. Me either, but I only played the game. I wasn't into, like, all of the lore and the stories and stuff, because there are a lot of, like, stories on, like, online posts and, like, 
for websites and things like that, I guess, that I just didn't look at. So he would take in the kids that were excluded or whatever. Yeah. I can see, yeah, with people with suffering from mental illness, that's kind of what you're attracted to is like an all-powerful being. And sometimes like a lot of people, like a lot of people with autism are really, really into superheroes because that's the thing is it's someone that's got the power that's, you know, that you can follow after Mm -hmm. yeah and there were other stories that Slenderman used to be a bullied kid who looked after other bullied kids so like that version of him like really appealed to them so like a secret hero type thing yeah exactly so on May 31st 2014 Morgan's mother said everything was normal at this sleepover the three girls were, like, running around and playing and, like, laughing together. And then they went to Skateland, um, which I'm assuming is, like, it was, like, a roller rink. And then they went back home and went to the basement and were playing games on their tablets like normal. And, and Anissa said that the plan was to kill Bella that night at the house um and put blankets on her to make it look like she was sleeping and they were just gonna run away before um morgan's parents found them they were just gonna do that in the middle of the night um but morgan said she wanted to give bella one more morning so they decided not to do that just like it's a normal thing um so they had a normal breakfast that morning and laughed together and they asked their parents they asked Morgan's parents if they could go to the park. And she's like, okay, sure. Like a normal request for kids. The park wasn't that far away in their neighborhood. Um, And Morgan grabbed a knife from her kitchen and hid it under her winter jacket. And Anissa said later when she's being interviewed, like, were you nervous at this point? And she was like, I was just nervous to see a dead person because I'd never seen one before. Like she wasn't, she didn't say she was nervous to kill someone or anything. My mind is like, I just don't understand where any of the logic is whatsoever. Yeah. Like, were they just egging each other on? Were they both psychopathic or sociopathic that they just had no remorse for someone else's life? And somehow they just, maybe that was the case. I mean, you might know this already, but like, maybe Mm -hmm. they're psychopathic or sociopathic and then them interacting it's like then they're like bouncing these ideas off of each other and then it becomes something more grandiose than and something more palpable than it actually is like there's no yeah. voice of reason between the exactly. two of them both of them have this idea and especially at that age peers are so important that if mm-hmm. both of them are thinking this and then and then they already have this idea of slender man in quotes where he is this hero that's going to take them in afterwards and whatever right i i just my mind is so blown that you can be friends with someone be and be children i mean they're children Mm -hmm. children that's what's really hard to wrap your brain around like it's it's further than manipulation because like i don't even know if they just if they took their the game too far I, I just, it, my whole mind is blown right now. I have, I, my brain, sometimes I can wrap it around 
wise or hows. But yeah. this, I just, this is just horrible mental illness already. Okay, mm-hmm. go on. Yeah. So the girls went into the bathroom that was at the park because they thought the drain in the bathroom would help the blood go down when they killed her. And they were going to leave her sitting up on the toilet. Um, but then Anissa rem- had remembered that she had read it was easier to kill someone who was unconscious or asleep first. So she asked Bella if she could put herself to sleep. And I was like, no, I can't do that. Why would I want to do that right now? We're at the park. Like, she has no idea. And so Anissa hit her on the front of the head and her head went back and hit the wall um, because they were trying to knock her out. And Anissa also said later, yeah, I tried to do that because I don't like screaming. That's one thing I can't handle. Like, again, where is your logic in this? Like, that's the one thing you can't handle. Okay, also, once again, they are children. Mm-hmm. So you're so if they're already thinking like for one, oh, I'm gonna see a dead body, and then two, thinking about the screaming that's gonna be involved. What have they been exposed to to where right. they they already know about all that and the murdering and the screaming? So it's like I, I'm just thinking as a parent now, like, oh my god, how can I protect my child? I know. And you can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um So Morgan handed Anissa the knife and said, I thought we agreed that you were going to do this. But Morgan is panicking and she's saying, I can't do this. I can't do this. So Anissa calms her down and they leave the bathroom and tell Bella that they're going to go play hide and seek. And she didn't really want to. Again, she's kind of like, I just kind of want to go home at this point. Like, what's going on? Still not suspecting anything of her friends, really, even though they had just, like, hit her and tried to knock her out, you know? So but, maybe like, she was already... Like, best oh. friends, like, childhood friends, like, you know? Like, That's true. I was gonna say, maybe they were already... She was already feeling kind of like an outcast or, like, like pushed out of the group, so she was just trying that much more to yeah be in the group. Like, especially with girls, which is really sad, like... And I'm sure any other girl listening to this can relate in some way. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, if your friends are being, if they're your only friends and they're being mean to you, you almost still want to be with them. Yeah. Or like You still want to be friends with them because you just don't, you don't know any better and you just want to, you right. want to fit in. I mean, that's yeah. all that matters at that, and that age is that you just want to fit in. Yeah, completely. So that's really sad for her that, like, her friends were being so mean to her. And it's probably, like, she's been friends with, um, which one was she friends with? Morgan. Yeah, she's been friends with Morgan since kindergarten. And then all of a sudden, this new girl comes in and is, like, taking her away. So it's, like, I mean, she can literally be punched in the face and still want to be with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad. It's exactly how girls are at that age. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So they went into the woods to supposedly play hide and seek. And Morgan said, I can't do this to Anissa. Like, you know where all the soft spots are. So you should do it. Like, in her body. Ugh. And Anissa said, just go ballistic, go crazy, and make sure she's down. Oh, and then Morgan was like, I'm not going to do it until you tell me to. And Anissa walks, like, five feet away and, like, turns around. And then she goes now like she couldn't even 
I don't know what's worse that she walked away and like didn't look or if she had stayed and like watched you know like I don't know this is a game this is what this is to them they're just playing a game they are not think of thinking of any long-term consequences of what's about to happen and the fact that they're taking someone else's life they just they have zero remorse I mean they're children they don't they don't know they're frontal lobe wasn't even developed yet so they don't understand the consequences of their actions Mm -hmm. (gasps) um yeah so morgan sat on peyton's legs and stabbed her 19 times (laughs) (laughs) my room is in here (laughs) just um morgan stabbed her 19 times in the arms legs and torso and she just missed like a major artery in her heart by a millimeter (gasps) <gasps> and she would have instantly died if she had hit that. Um, and then Anissa moved Peyton toward the street and, like, just left her there. And um, she said, just lay down and be quiet and you'll lose blood slower. Which, and she's like, we'll go get help. Which, I mean, you're the ones who just attacked me. Am I going to believe you that you're going to go get help? No. Um. And Anissa was saying, like, she wanted to go home and she didn't want to do this anymore. But Morgan was like, no, we're we're going to go to jail if anyone finds out. So they just ran away and, like, left Peyton there to die. And um, Peyton lived. She managed to crawl to the road and a bicyclist, I can't say that word, Mm -hmm. um, found her. And she was, like, begging for help, and they took her to the hospital, or he called 911 or something happened, and she was taken wow. to the hospital, and she did live. So she did not that die. That is insane. Yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. I mean, to to have not only been stabbed, but then to, like, feel that betrayal from your friends, is, mm-hmm. I just feel so bad for her. Yeah. Absolute shock, probably. You're probably just um, so used. Yeah. And Anissa and Morgan were found walking toward the interstate. And they told the police that they were planning to walk to Slenderman's mansion. That's where they were going. Because they, they believe in their heads it's a totally real place. And that by killing somebody, they would get to live there and be with him. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was like the plan in their heads. oh my gosh yeah i just don't understand these like these i don't know having access to all this stuff as a kid this is why it's bad there's like i mean i don't even know you try to teach your kids right and wrong you know but it's like when they have access to the internet and then the internet is telling them something completely wrong and completely it's like you you feel like you don't have to tell your kid, hey, you shouldn't murder your friends. Or yeah, you don't to murder think you your have friend. to have that conversation. But. Like you yeah, you wouldn't think so, but then now there's this this slender man guy that is now corrupting your children and it literally just came from a drawing contest yeah. a few years from before. Mm-hmm. Um so when they were taken into custody, um, Anissa claimed that she needed to prove 
that she wa- she was doing this because she needed to prove that Slender Man was real because no one believed her. And she was like, if I do this, everyone will know I'm not crazy. And Morgan said that she did it because she thought her family would be in danger if she didn't, that Slender Man would come after her family if they didn't do this. So, um, and they like genuinely believe this in their brains. I mean... I don't know, like, just thinking about it, it's like, you'd think that there would be more fear involved. Like, you think that they would be, like, and they wouldn't choose a friend, either. Yeah, it's odd thing. they chose somebody that was supposedly, like, so close to them. You know, like, one of their best friends. Yeah, and it just yeah. doesn't, it doesn't feel like, I believe the first one more than the second one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So when she was asked if she really believed that her family would be in danger, Anissa said yes, because he's so tall and he could be anywhere and doesn't have a face and like can expel these like tendrils from his back. And Morgan was like, he can read minds and he has teleportation skills. So obviously he could get us. And they say this like in the interviews, like really matter of factly, like, oh, what a childish response. Like so sure. Yeah. Um. And they said, like, they fully believed it was necessary to kill Peyton. Um, And the detective who interviewed Morgan, Thomas Casey, said she had, like, no emotions and, like, no remorse. Like, she just couldn't, like, process that in her brain. Um, And Morgan asked what happened to Bella. And she asked, is she dead? And the detective tells her that she was taken to the hospital and Morgan's head, like, shoots up and, like, she shakes it. Like, she's so surprised that Peyton lived. And she then said calmly after that, like, oh, I was just wondering. Like, oh, I was just wondering if she lived or not. Haha. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Whose house were they at? Morgan's? They were at Morgan's house. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just imagine being their mom, being like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. And that was that. De- oh my gosh. Okay. Continue. Um, so Detective Michelle Trasani is the one who spoke with Anissa when they were picked up. And Anissa said that she found Slenderman on the Creepypasta um, Wikipedia page. And she read all of the stories and she was scared by it. And she was seeing him in her dreams. And like Anissa wanted to be his like proxies or which is like a servant to him and Mm. they that they had to kill Peyton to become one and then you could go live in the mansion like they were talking about earlier and um Morgan also claimed that Anissa is the one who picked Peyton to be their victim and she just went along with it but I'm like, you're supposed to be best friends. Why would you just go along yeah. with that? Okay. Then, I just feel bad because it's like the people that probably put that stuff on the Wikipedia page were just fiction, like just yeah. writing fiction. It doesn't mean, mean anything. Right. Um, yeah. So Anissa's YouTube is searched and she was taking quizzes on like if you are are you a sociopath are you a psychopath and like in her like youtube 
like what she was watching and what she was commenting on it was always like disturbing videos and things like that and she commented things that she like really liked watching stuff like that and thought it was like so fascinating so yeah and Anissa is evaluated and she is diagnosed with schizophrenia 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 I can't say I can't even say it um but it is schizophrenia it's not schizophrenia but it's a delusional disorder where one cannot tell reality from fantasy. Um, but it, the psychologist who diagnosed her stressed that she was not a sociopath or psychopath. She shared she had none of those traits or tendencies. It was just wow. this delusional disorder. Yeah. Wow. Um, really and Morgan, yeah. Morgan, however, is diagnosed with schizophrenia and oppositional defiant disorder. Um, oh, schizophrenia at 12 years old? Yeah. That's and Morgan, rare. I, I was thinking that, too, that it usually develops in, like, your 20s, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, there have been cases where children are diagnosed with schizophrenia, but very, very few. Mm-hmm. Um, one percent of the population has schizophrenia and it is a combination of genetics and stress that manifests it and morgan remembers and her parents remember her telling them this too as early as three years old she was having hallucinations that and she was she said ghosts pulled her hair and bit her but mostly were friendly and her parents even remember oh yeah she would tell us almost every single day these visions and these whisperings and but like what parent thinks their three-year-old is like actually going through something and it's not just like imaginary friends you know so that makes me that makes me really shocked because the fact that she was having this as early as three years old that's like Mm -hmm. nearly unheard of for schizophrenia yeah also i mean it's not like it's completely impossible but then also I'm like thinking I'm like what if she was like also or is also like some type of medium and doesn't even realize it and it's like maybe she's medium and then she also has schizophrenia <laughs> right a very dangerous like, combination right so then yeah. at three years old she actually was experiencing ghosts and interactions and interacting with friendly ghosts and mm-hmm. then oh also she has schizophrenia also this yeah which um, I mean you could be more I'm gonna try to say the word that I can never say. You could be more susceptible to being a medium or to the other side if you believe in that. I don't even know if I yeah. believe in that. Um, if you have a mental illness just because you're more like open to it and you're more likely to accept those feelings and yeah. Mm-hmm. All that going on. I don't know. I'm just kinda of talking out of my butt. But I feel like all that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, if you're already seeing things, you're going to believe it. Right. Know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, and so then maybe it's like you're more likely to have the schizophrenia come on because you're used to already seeing these things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> either. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> but one thing that does explain why she gets it so young, possibly, oh, um, is a major contribution. Her father has schizophrenia. Morgan's father has schizophrenia. Oh. 
Um, but they had not told her that she didn't know this. Oh. And like, I remember her parents. Well, I don't know why I said I remember like I was there. Yeah. Her parents were very um, remorseful that they hadn't like told her about it earlier because they thought, oh, if I had educated her on what her father has and schizophrenia, maybe she would have been more aware of the things she was seeing and whatever being not real and things like that. That is so hard. That's true. Yeah. But they didn't think she was old enough to comprehend it. So they did that. They didn't tell her yet. Thinking right. she didn't need to know this about her dad until she was older. But it's true. Yeah. I mean, you want to keep your kids as innocent as possible. Yeah. And he was able to manage it really well. Clearly. So, yeah. But the, the the messed up thing that I just realized is like your their innocence is what brought on this insane act Mm -hmm. because the fact that they just don't know any better and they don't understand how like consequences work and long term they don't understand all that so like they were so innocent when they were exposed to something this scary because they can't comprehend fact fiction yeah and and understand long-term consequences Mm -hmm. yeah this is why we need to keep our kids away from all this i know but look at us we played it but that's true but we weren't we weren't small children no we were like middle school well they're middle school maybe a little older than that i don't know i guess we could have been like 13 14 yeah that's true and that never crossed my mind yeah i know it's just predisposition you know yeah. yeah. There was only one time you ever wanted to kill me. Excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> that was when I woke you up. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only time um. that I faced my life with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyways. Um, Morgan and Anissa are both charged with attempted first-degree murder, and Wisconsin law allows them to be tried as adults even though they are 12 years old and their lawyers argued that they should be tried as children in the juvenile justice system. So while the courts debated with lawyers, whether it was going to be a trial by adults or as children, they had to sit in jail for seven months while they debated this. Um, They were held in, um, I just said that. Their families were allowed to visit twice a month, but only parents were allowed. No brothers, sisters, cousins, uncles, or aunts. Um, An attorney spoke for Peyton so that she did not have to attend the trial, which I like. And, um... It was a violent, premeditated offense, an attempted murder... So the judge ruled that they must be tried as adults and denied the lawyers their claims eventually. Um, so Anissa was found guilty but not guilty due to mental disease or defect for attempted second-degree intentional homicide. Wow. And was sentenced to 25 years in the custody of Department of Health Services. So a, um, a mental institution instead of okay. jail. And okay. Morgan was found guilty but not guilty due to mental disease or defect 
and ordered to stay in a state mental facility for 40 years. Wow. Um, which I think is like the best thing for them because they're getting help. Yep. They're not going to prison. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and I just for for them, I mean, they like we said, they are getting the help and they had a mental illness. So they're going to be treated and seeing therapists but also they're gonna i mean one of them's gonna be released when she's 30 something years old the other one's gonna be released when she's 50 something yeah it's like i just imagine a 50 year old that has only known the outside world for the first 12 years of their life yeah that's they're gonna be so i mean that's gonna be such an adjustment i don't know if she's ever really gonna be able to live on her own yeah yeah, possibly not. Well, probably yeah. not. Um, Morgan volunteered to take antipsychotic medication while she's in the hospital, and um, Peyton makes a full recovery. Um, but she says there is still obviously emotional trauma where she finds it very hard to make friends and trust friends now. Which, yeah, given. But she's doing really well. She's uh, graduated from college now at this point, and wow, she, she lives yeah. her life normally, um, which is good. Um, and actually, Anissa, in 2020, was granted conditional release. Um, so she wrote a letter mm-hmm. to uh, Waukesha County saying, I have exhausted all of the resources available to me at the Winnebago Mental Health Institute. If I am to be a productive member of society, I need to be a part of society. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, I have taken the responsibility that comes with living with a mental illness and by communicating with total transparency to my treatment team, participating in all aspects of my treatment, and 100% maintaining medication. Um, I am sorry and deeply regretful for the agony, pain, and fear I have caused and take full responsibility for my actions. And so she was released on the conditions that she must always wear a GPS ankle bracelet and must never, ever contact or come near Peyton or she could go back to the mental institution. Wow. Um, in 2020, Morgan also attempted to appeal her sentence, but hers was denied. So she is still in her facility. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it is really, it is way too soon for Morgan. Um, she, uh, but I don't know. I, I do see it. I do see why, why she should, why, um, and Anissa. Anissa. Mm-hmm. Anissa should be released like I because it's true like I was saying they're gonna otherwise she would have been released when she was in her 30s and like mm-hmm. she, can't, she that would impede her chances of being able to go to college or get a get a decent job yeah this way she can at least like be a member of society and mm-hmm. if she's being constantly tracked yeah I think that's fair and yeah. they were children and she was they were kids. All. Yeah. It was it's an unfortunate circumstance of mental illness. And thankfully, thankfully, Peyton lived and she's okay. And 
then now they have help. So I believe hopefully right. they get better, you know, and not believe the things that they used to believe. Yeah. I think so, that that's the key is the fact that they happen to find each other um, both suffering from mental illness mm -hmm. and then they both lived in this delusional world for whatever the reason was. Yeah. So then they made this horrible decision because when you're feeding off someone, like if I, I know for a fact, like if I were to go to you and be talking to you about something and it was a horrible idea, but you're sitting there saying like, yes, oh my gosh, that sounds like such a good idea. Yes. Like being my hype man, mm -hmm. I am 100% more likely to do it. And that yeah. is as adults when peers don't matter as much. Right. So in your adolescence, oh my gosh, it is so important that they surround themselves with good people because other like them. Yeah. Yeah. You will would you jump off a bridge if your friends did? Yeah, probably. probably. That's like the attitude of like, that's middle the whole, school. You know, that's it is. You do what your friends are doing. Yeah. Because it, it's that's what's important to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And so the fact that they found each other was detrimental to this. I think yeah, that like, if, what are the if, odds of it? But it happened. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, at the same time, like, if you were like, hey, let's let's go kill blah, blah, blah today. When we were 12, I would have been like, let's play with your cat instead. Or something. <laughs> Okay. yeah <laughs> i tormented your poor like cat <laughs> i <laughs> don't dress her up in american girl doll clothes i know what cats like <laughs> i have a cat yeah i had like, cats okay. growing up <laughs> you wouldn't you were like please stop dressing my cat up in american girl doll clothes you were like she likes it and she's like desperately clawing under the bed <laughs> i know i remember like grabbing your cat and pulling out for her out front of the bed you're like Casey, she clearly doesn't want to play right now. And I'm like, I know cats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Kiki. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Kiki. Kiki the cat. Where is she now? Who knows? <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Well. That's really, that's a end. really interesting case. You know, I had heard about that before, but I didn't realize the mental illness that was behind it or the reasoning why yeah um i wonder like are there any where'd you get all this information by the way a documentary uh, were they being interviewed in it at all yes so you can see their well not after the fact but you can see their like police interviews before the trial and a lot of the interviews are from anisa and morgan's parents of like what they thought of it of what was happening and how they like didn't see the signs or misinterpreted the signs as being like nothing you know so I mean that's as the parents it would be so hard not to feel responsible mm -hmm. which I don't think that they should but yeah you know it, it, it sounded it sounded like they did everything that you should as a parent yeah I, I do believe that like I I feel for them for sure and like there was this yeah. one part where Anissa's dad is talking about how people would call their house and be like you and your daughter deserve to go to hell that you didn't you didn't parent them good and and yeah. he's like 
I we didn't know she was mentally ill like we did everything we could he like stressed that again like he would always go check what she was like working on and stuff like that and like um yeah so like I I feel for them definitely right and even if like my kid was getting really interested in the slender man I would be like yeah so did I or like you know what I mean like I wouldn't right like again that we played it it's it yeah it's the unthinkable I I just it really just does take mental illness and oh gosh I don't even know the things kids are capable of scary it is scary it's funny because it's like I I don't know how you view this but like I'm viewing it in the mind of a parent now yeah. And like, okay, how can I prevent this from ever happening? With I know, I know. I think that too. I don't have, obviously I don't have children. Uh-huh. I'm like, I constantly want to be like, you know, I love horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would want to share that with my kids someday and be like, look at the artistry of this movie. But I'm like, also at the same time, I think, how can I do this without scarring them? Like, at what age could I do that? Like, well, you know, I like, remember, yeah. I remember us being little. And like you, you showing me a scary movie and be like, yeah, I've been watching this since I was five. Like, and <laughs> yeah, like, like that I was the truth. I don't know. Like, didn't you see the Saw movies super early on? Um, was it the Saw movies or was it something maybe. else? There was one movie. I saw that The I Exorcist and like the that was it. really young. Yeah, that was yeah. it. The Exorcist. Yes. I just. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your your mom probably didn't want you to see it but um they didn't they didn't care so much back then (laughs) 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 but no like i i think my mom would probably remember like we put on like that movie hide and seek and like when when i remember watching the exorcist and Mm -hmm. my brother and i got a little scared so we ran out ran out of the family room and would like peek our heads around the corner and like my parents would be laughing that we were scared at it so like it wasn't a big deal to them I think I don't know if they yeah. remember that but I remember <laughs> right well I mean that's the thing though like even now when I'm like watching shows with Jilly like I've been really wanting to watch Bones but then I'm like I don't know like I mean there's dead bodies and Bones but at the same time it's like it's the Bones like does she yeah. even know what that is like yeah. I don't even know how much is it exposing to her is it and is it just desens but also I think that's a huge thing with our our kids these days is desensitizing them I don't mm-hmm. I think that kids are so desensitized to things um and that's kind of the case with this story too yeah mm-hmm. um they like the fact that I mean the kids knew that they can't handle screaming but they can handle everything else that must mean right. that they they were exposed whether their parents allow them to or not mm-hmm. to two things that involved this yeah. yeah yeah i don't know and it's like you've seen the movie scream right yes with the ghost face mask yes. it's always that big debate at like the speech at the end of the movie when he's like don't blame the movies the movies aren't making you do this and like mm-hmm. it's you know you can't you can't blame it completely because no. there's that no. there's the predisposition so but right, yeah exactly that's the thing or like with the violent video games right 
there is yeah. that is such a debate because I don't I don't think that it's the movies or I mean obviously we don't because if that was the case then we wouldn't be publicly covering murder podcasts that would make um, us yeah <laughs> that would kind of put us on blast <laughs> literally <laughs> um, if we thought that it meant anything yeah but I do think that kids need to remain innocent and I think that kids are becoming or just people in general are just so desensitized to things because of everything we're exposed to yeah like I I, feel- I am for sure like I could right. put on a really awful horror movie and be like mm, so comforting good night <laughs> like I don't don't care anymore. Yeah, it's true. Or even just like seeing things on the news. Like, um, I was watching this one news report and it like shows like a helicopter going down, and then they they say like, oh, four people were killed in this helicopter crash. It's like, so I just watched four people die on TV. Like, wow. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. I mean, I just kind of made up a circumstance, but you know. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Anyway, stay innocent, y'all. So, uh, don't listen to <laughs> Consume your content intelligently. Responsibly. Oh. Responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to have like a, a uh, header before every single consume this content responsibly. <laughs> yeah. Consume. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, on that note, I'm Casey. Hi, I'm Emily. And you just heard a sprinkle of sugar on Dash of Murder. Bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 bum,